Welcome to episode 60, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insight. As you've seen, if you've been a regular listener, every 20th episode, I take a break, do a recap of the previous 20 episodes and give you some feedback on what, well, what feedback I received or uh, second thoughts about some of the topics that were covered during the last approximately four weeks. First episode covered is 39. Obviously, episode 40 was the recap issue, so I'm not going to recap the recap. But I have found that most of my listeners do not listen serially one episode after the other. There are a few people that listen to all the episodes, but it seems like most of the listeners listen to episodes that they think will be interesting. And uh, it's not my goal that every episode will be equally interesting. But especially in this first group of episodes that I'm doing, I'm experimenting with different formats and uh, delighted to have your feedback as you listen and uh, let me know if you think some are better than others. I, I know some are better than others. Speaking of that, episode 39, the first one in this recap was the descriptive audio, what I titled for the Adat Havarim show that Rich Klein puts on twice a year. And I thought people are talking about it. And I've said it's, it's an amazing experience starting with walking in the front door. Uh, I tried to capture that. I'm sure the audio production quality was not great. I was just wearing my lapel mic as I walked through the registration area as well as into the show. And there were just lots of interruptions and uh, comments that were unintelligible, not because they weren't intelligent, but just you couldn't, you couldn't understand what the person was saying. So I tried to edit out uh, to make it a meaningful episode and people didn't uh, crush me on that. But it was, um, again, if you've never been to the show, I just thought I'll give you some perspective that you wouldn't otherwise hear. And again, descriptive audio was the way I titled it. Uh, 40 was the recap. 41 was the box review. And the interesting thing, the generosity of Dane Conan, Dynasty Breaks, he, he, you know, when we did our, and I did the interview of him, he said, hey, here's a couple of uh, boxes for you and Rich. We didn't, I don't think he insisted that I open them up in the year, but I, I, I kind of had fun opening up. Uh, Rich and I opened together, and we had a little bit of a dueling, dueling uh, box break. And so that was, that brought a, a fun element to it, but it, but uh, again, <laughs> difficult to explain when you don't have a video. Uh, 42 was Eric Norton. Again, any podcast that I have with Eric, there's going to be a lot of passion and energy that he brings. And he's a, he's a delightful guest as, as well as a great host. So I enjoyed uh, doing a segment on his show and uh, hope to have him on again uh, because he's, he's, uh, he's an excellent podcaster. 43 was the National Buying Strategies episode. That turned to be, turned out to be pretty popular. In fact, all the episodes we've done on the National, even though, again, my desire is to make timeless and evergreen episodes that people could listen to, uh, this year, next year, this month, next month. But these, uh, national ones, uh, seem to, seem to grab, uh, grab an audience. As well as episode 44, which was the magazine policies. Uh, an or uh, kind of an origin story I did with Jay Johnson, who was one of our first uh, managing editors and uh, very involved at, at uh, several levels within our company in the in the early days. And that was that was also more popular than I thought. Uh, if I'm going to do a thousand episodes over the next four years with uh, five a week at fifty or fifty two weeks, however you want to do that math, it comes out to about thousand episodes. If I if I go for four years, now of those thousand episodes, uh, I'm going to like I said try some things. Some things will work better than others. But at the end of those four years, I'm wondering how significant magazines will be in our culture. I can imagine a day, not probably in four years, but at some point, a young person is liable to say, Daddy, what's a magazine? 
because it's has not been a great uh, ride for print magazines. Some are doing okay, but uh, most of them have had, uh, I know there's been decreased circulation. And it has nothing to do with the excellence of the product. Uh, episode 45 was the poignant look at 9-11, at September 11, 2001, where I was, which was in a comfy spot, and where and a, the perfect person to do it with was Rich, as I recalled that he was not in the line of fire, but he was he was uh, not far away and wound up getting stuck. And so we got to hear about that. And our world changed. The collecting world changed. Uh, our ability as a company to get around and uh, do these uh, easy plane flights, nothing was easy about flying in a plane after 9-11-2001. Episodes 46 and 47 were fun episodes. I entitled them Newbie. Again, if you like that, I think the tricky part about these newbie episodes, if I do some more of those, they're probably not intended for my primary audience, which is, which, which would be collectors. Uh, it might be more for referral for collectors or the family, family members of collectors who may not fully understand what's going on. So occasionally I think I'll do one that's a newbie or something that uh, goes back to basics that you could refer to someone. And again, as I stay in the 12 to 15 minute range, it's uh, manageable for somebody. Hey, listen to this. You better understand better why I love this hobby so much. Uh, episode 48 was a little bit of a philosophical take, uh, a little bit of business wisdom. If you follow, we had such a meteoric rise in our company and a growth over a period of a number of years that uh, nepotism or hiring uh, friends and family was uh, a real lifesaver for us. In fact, uh, we had uh, terrific success in almost every case. We had a few uh, hiccups, but for the most part, nepotism in the sense of giving friends and family members a chance really allowed our growth to be manageable because we had a real tiger by the tail in those uh, in those years of the late '80s and early '90s. Things were things were it was in fuego. Episode forty-nine, the ideal card shop. I did that one with Rich. I think I'll come back to that. I mean, Rich and I have a great rapport and we enjoy talking about things, but I think in this case, we probably see things more similar. So I'm hoping, again, out of a thousand episodes, I'd like to come back to that and probably to do it with a uh, younger person. So if you're a younger person and you've got ideas of what a card shop would be, uh, would look like, it'd be most appealing to you if you're in your, uh, let's say, 20s or 30s, love to hear that. So let me know if you want to. Uh, participate in that. Episode 50, now we're talking Rich, the perfect guy to talk about baseball hobby news, maybe even more perfect than Frank or Vivian or Randy Barney. Uh, Rich was uh, there with them, knew them well. I knew him well as uh, as well, but it was great to go back through memory lane and think about how the hobby used to be with the, the tabloid of baseball hobby news that really was something I look forward to uh, receiving every month. Episode 51, the 89-90 hoops issue. Uh, Rich and I were sitting here and just thinking, well, you know, we really need to do something about basketball. The first few episodes were pretty baseball-centric. We were really trying to be sports card insights. And so we just turned on the microphone and the recorder and talked about 8990 hoops. Again, not uh, again. it's not going to be our highest-rated episode, but it uh, broke the ice for, for uh, basketball, and we're looking forward to doing more basketball. And not necessarily with Rich, with uh, with others. There's uh, there's an avid group of uh, basketball collectors that are very serious, and I, I love basketball. Uh, episode 52 was my dad, my dad on his birthday. 
And my hope and prayer is that I get to do this again next year. I'll try to think up some new questions to ask him for his 95th birthday, but uh, delighted to have a dad that I've, uh, that I can, uh, uh, enjoy being with in lots of different contexts and reminisce about the good old days and his good old days too. So that was, that was a real joy for me to do. And like I said, I hope I can do it again next year. Episode 53 was coming back to hoops, the 9091. In our industry, it's so common that the second issue of something is not an improvement on the first, that there's either overproduction or, uh, just too, too similar. I don't know that that was the case for 9091 hoops, but, uh, we, uh, uh, we, we, uh, I, I did that by myself. And again, that's probably not the best way for me to review a set. It's, I, I'm thinking that it's going to be better to, uh, bring in a, a co-host or someone to converse with that uh, really enjoyed that set. 54, again, uh, an excellent choice to do a tribute to Patty Young, Kit Young's, uh, uh, deceased wife now for 11 years, but she, she cast a long shadow for being a uh, not a very tall person, but a but a real uh, dynamo within within our industry and really had an impact. And Dave Slipka was uh, uh, new new Kit and Patty uh, professionally as well as personally, so it was uh, fun to walk through that with with uh, Dave. Fifty five was the box break for the Panini football boxes, and it's not often that you get to do a comparative break and hypothetically consider. If I had just a hundred dollars to spend, I have a chance to buy a five card box of black or a 14 card box of Panini XR football or a 15 card box of Panini Absolute football. And they're all about a hundred bucks. So tried to bring that perspective to it. Again, I'm not saying I'm typical as a customer. I don't think Panini thinks I'm their typical customer either, but I'm a potential customer. Uh, each of the boxes had some appeal. I uh, told you what I thought in that episode. Again, it's, this is not to make it so you don't want to listen to the episode if you have it, but to go back if you do. And then episode 56 was with Tracy. Again, one of my favorite guys in the hobby. I just remember that, that we were excited when he came to work. He was an intern, and then he was away, and then he, and then he came back as a full-time employee, and then he left to go to work for uh, one of the card companies, and then he came back again. That would be his third stint, and we were excited about that. And then actually, I'm the one that left after that because he, he was there, and I, uh, I I sold the company un, under that. And then after that, he went back to, well, he went to uh, Panini after that. Episode 57, uh, I really enjoy talking to Chris Ivey. He's a chip off the old block. I've known Steve for a long time, his dad, and they just built a great business uh, in coins and other stuff. And, and Chris has really taken the ball and run with it. And it, it just also points out, as I think about it, that Dallas is, it, it, it was and is a collecting hub. There's some outstanding people here and some outstanding companies here. And it's, it's great to have Heritage and Chris Ivey, uh, well, his dad lives less than a mile away, and and uh, their corporate headquarters is very close. They have other offices, too. And they're hiring, which is a, a, always a great sign in this industry. And then 58 was I had been interviewed by Brian Flynn uh, a while back, and I thought, you know, International Podcast Day is coming up, uh, and it's September 30th. So that was just recently passed. And I just thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get a phone interview with uh, Brian because he doesn't live around here. And we're going to talk about some of the other podcasts that are out there that I listen to, that he listens to, that he's uh, surveyed for his uh, freelance article that's that's that'll be coming out. And I uh, think Brian did a nice job. I, I, I may come back to that. I don't want to talk about all the other podcasts all the time, but uh, there's uh, a real mix of podcasts out there that do a, do a really good job. So uh, again, I don't 
consider that I'm competing with anybody as much as I'm trying to cover uh, a dimension of the hobby that I have some understanding of, and they, uh, some of these others, are doing an excellent job covering other aspects of the hobby. It's a, it's a great big hobby, a lot of fun, and will continue to be dynamic. What we'll be talking about next year, again, I'm assuming I'm going to be podcasting for a few more years, so I've got lots of episodes to fill, but there's there's just so many players, so many sets, and so many issues, and and uh, potential interviews in the hobby. I think uh, I'm going to have a good time for a long time. So uh, thanks to our other sponsors. I think the sponsor that got the most coverage in the last four weeks was probably Panini. And so that doesn't mean I'm going to pull back on Panini as much as I'm going to try to up the game on the others. Those others who are not also Rands, but outstanding companies in their own right, certainly Tops and Upper Deck, the card companies. Uh, Heritage did get some coverage with Chris Ivey, and uh, Huggins and Scott is teed up for uh, an upcoming episode. Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, and of course, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, and ComC. And, and some of those are uh, in the uh, uh, in the plan for for going forward, so lots of good things going on. I appreciate you being with me uh, again on these recap episodes. What I'd like to incorporate more and more as we go forward is uh, input from from uh, you, the listener. So if you've got a comment or a question or a suggestion, just email me at Dr. James Beckett. That's D O C T O R James Beckett at gmail.com. And I'll get it. I've gotten some, I got one yesterday that was, and uh, the guy had 20 ideas for future podcasts. So I only have 900 more to go after I do that. So again, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a great ride. I'm glad you're with me and we will talk again tomorrow. Thank you very much. <laughs>